Praise the Lord. I love it when, you know, sometimes we say clap your hands and I start clapping my hands and then I stop and then I realize, boy, he needs more than that and just the spirit takes over. So, you know, you're going to start just doing it in the flesh, but, but after a while the spirit's going to take over and God is just worthy of all the praise. Why don't we just clap our hands again? Unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you have your Bibles, if you turn to Hebrews chapter 2, and we're going to start at verse 1. It's good to have uh, Miss Barbara and Art. Glad that you're here. Amen. And uh, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Thank you for coming this morning. And uh, God is a good God. And you're going to help me. You're going to help me preach this morning, right? You're going to help me preach this morning. All right, awesome. If you agree with it, you can say amen. You know, you can clap your hands. The word is true. It's not my word. Don't check it. Go back home. Make sure that you, uh, uh, you know, see whether or not these words are true and read them for yourself. And that's how you grow. And it's so important to do that. I am in a, I am in debt and revenge mode. So I'm in debt to the king of kings and I'm in a revenge against the works of the devil. And so... I've got a lot, uh, (laughs) we've got a lot of work to do, and uh, amen. So help me this morning, Hebrews chapter, uh, and the Lord's going to help us this morning. Hebrews chapter 2, starting at verse 1 says, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation everyone say great salvation salvation. how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by them that hurt him amen so I want to preach for just a little while this great gospel salvation Amen. Why don't we just, one more time, why don't we just lift our voice. Jesus, Lord, we're thankful today. Lord, we need you in this place. Lord, I'm thankful for your word, your truth, your spirit. Hallelujah. God, your power to intercede, to work wonders, miracles, signs, and wonders. Lord, release your word. Hallelujah. Your anointing would flow to our ears. Hallelujah. To my lips. In the name of Jesus. Lord, that your seed, your word will not return void in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Clap your hands before you're seated. Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated. I uh, enjoy, I enjoy uh, the under the underdog story. I, I like to root for the underdog. I like to, the against all odds uh, stories uh, raised up from the ruins, 
hear about people that have been restored, restoration, you know, victory that snapped out of the hands of defeat, uh, just miracle, miracle stories of way, way, maybe where it started and then uh, uh, things that, that, that uh, out of nowhere or, or just that you see the hand of God that, that um, intervened and, and just, uh, just powerful miracle stories that, that are a part and that, that, are no, that are in this building, let alone um, that God is doing outside. But, but you, there are miracle stories that, that are among us this morning. You're a miracle, amen. If you're here, that's a miracle. And, and that, that, is a, that is a blessing of God. That is just, a, that is just something I enjoy. And, and uh, if you're alive, then God has a purpose and God has a plan. And um, I, I, want, I want to get with it. I, 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 want, I, want, I want the Lord, I was thinking about it this morning, just feel like the Lord is letting another, another uh, uh, layer of skin or, or peel another layer off and, and just get a little bit deeper with God. Just, just grow. I want to grow a little bit closer to him. And I, I want to know him. Amen. I, 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 want to, I, want to, I want to understand and I, I want to acknowledge this great salvation, this great gospel salvation. Amen. It is, a, it is an amazing thing that, that God has done. Um, and, and, you know, you realize uh, lately, I think there's many people, um, if you haven't already realized, the, the, the realization of human frailty, right, with, with the viruses that's going on. And again, I'm not making light of that. I'm not sure how that all plays in the kingdom, but I know that God will, can work it all for good and that he is in the miracle working business. And, and if, this, if this situation is something that God will use to bring salvation to souls, then, then who knows? And I, I, we just got to be ready. But, but I'm, I recognize this morning just being at some different places and uh, being at the hospital. The lady, this one lady gave a, uh, her ID to the, to the secretary. And then when she took it back, she took tissue and she took the, the, the sanitizer and wiped her, wiped her tissue, uh, her ID down. And then um, the one lady brought a pen to another one. It was wrapped in a, in a, in a handkerchief. And uh, yesterday at Costco's, they're, they're wiping everything down. And it, it speaks to the realization of human frailty. And, and that the, the possibility of people dying, it seems to be in the forefront of everybody's mind. I mean, you're shaking somebody's hand. There's a, there's a question mark that pops into your brain, or at least it, is, it has lately for some reason in my brain. Um, <laughs> but, wow. And, and the care, and the care and the concern of people that, are, that they are implementing now in their lives because the realization that they could pass, which is an always a, is a true fact, Already, as soon as you're born, you're dying. But, boy, if, if you and I, if, if this world could, could have that realization about eternity, 
about the reality that, that, that eternity is a long time and that, oh, how this great salvation that Jesus has wrought, amen, to, to snatch us out of, the, out of the grips of death and destruction and he made a way and made an escape for mankind so that man does not have to face the consequences of sin, amen, right? Sin is a virus that will destroy you and kill you but if you understand that it's real and that it's working and that there is a great gospel salvation that's available hallelujah Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 4 it says but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherein he loved us even when we were dead in sins we were dead in sins, right? But that didn't stop Almighty God. Hath quickened us together with Christ, for by grace are you saved, and has raised us together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. The enemy may have thought that it was over. Amen. He, he may have thought that it was already sealed, but when we were dead in sins, when there was no hope, amen, Christ came. Hallelujah. Salvation came and walked on this earth. Hallelujah. To bring you and I out. Hallelujah. Salvation, right? That word preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. Deliverance from sin and its consequences. Oh, what a great salvation. Hallelujah. Almighty God has wrought in the earth. What a, what a great holy uh, salvation Jesus has Come, hallelujah, when he came on this earth, I'm thankful for that salvation. I want it to be all fresh and brand new again in my life. I want it to be as though it was the first time I ever heard him say those words, hallelujah. I want to I enjoy, I want to I express to somebody this morning that there is a great salvation that you can be a part of, that you can uh, uh, embrace, hallelujah, that you can have because he loves you. I'm looking for Ezekiel chapter 18, um, and I just want to read some portions of Scripture here. I have a lot of Scriptures, but I will be cognizant of the time. But it says, um, here it is, in uh, Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 20 says, The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father, neither the father the, the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. And so you and I are going to have to answer for our, our, uh, our actions. Um, but if the wicked will turn from his sins that he hath committed and keep all my statutes and do them which is lawful and right, he shall surely live and shall not die. All his transgressions that he hath committed, they shall not be mentioned unto him. That is a miracle right there. This is the word of the Lord right here. All the, all the transgressions that he hath committed shall not even be brought up. 
You and I may remember things forever, right? We're just, our brain just can't, we just can't let some things go. And you know what? Some of us probably, you need to, well, not probably, you need to let some things go. You, you need to have grace and mercy. You need to show forgiveness to your brother and sister. You, you need to build a bridge to, to those that, that have hurt you and wronged you. you. You need to be like Christ. You need to ask the Lord to help you to forgive and show mercy and, and extend a hand because, because the Bible says that all your transgressions, if you turn from them and serve the Lord, they're not even going to be mentioned. How far? I heard this. Maybe you've heard this. I don't know where we heard this. Maybe we heard this together. But the Bible talks about that he will remove the, our sins from the, as far as the east is from the west. Maybe if someone went here, I'm going to steal whatever you said. It was fantastic. It blew my mind. But north and south, right? He didn't say north and south because from the North Pole to South Pole, it's measurable. And when you start going in one direction, eventually you're going to start going the other direction. And so I can measure it. But east to west, you can keep going east, and you'll never get west. Amen. Oh, so And you go west, you'll never go east. I don't know what that distance is. There is no distance. It's an infinite distance. And Almighty God can remove your sins, your failures, your mistakes to an infinity portion and you'll never have to worry about it again. You'll never have to be, it won't have to be over your head. Oh, what a great salvation. What a great gospel salvation we have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And so he's a great God. Matthew, you know, the Bible talks about the days, so as the days of Noah. Matthew chapter 24 and verse 36 says, But the hour of the day and the hour knoweth no man, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as in the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of Son of Man be. As it was in the days of Noah before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Right? The Bible talks about that he's going to come as a thief in the night. And if you knew that the thief was coming in your house tonight, I don't think you'd go home and go to sleep and not worry about it. I think you'd be pacing the floors. I think you'd be watching out the window. I think you'd put yourself in a position where you'd be ready. Amen. He can come at any time. We've got to be ready. Oh, hallelujah. But you can be ready. You can be ready to meet him. You can be ready for what eternity holds. It says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, it says, By faith, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear and prepared the ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. People are being so cautious today. I understand it. This world is turning upside down. This world is in turmoil. Stock markets crash within a week, drop losses immediately just like that because something is introduced into the system they didn't know how to handle. Amen. Can you imagine if that's magnified? Can you imagine if that's multiplied? Can you imagine there are whole cities, portions of Italy being quarantined? You're not moving. You're not going to work. You're not, you, it, it, it's literally a standstill, but in the midst of a darkness, in the midst of situations where we don't have the answers, there's a God in heaven, amen, that has a word, that has a church, 
that has a way. Oh, that's able to do abundantly above. Oh, we don't, you don't have to live in fear. Be wise, be cautious, but don't let fear grip your heart. Oh, be strong in the Lord. Prepare yourself. Just, just some wonderful things. This gospel message, I think Brother Gene had mentioned it. Someone else had mentioned it. Repent, be baptized, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If this is new to you, then just let me for a short period of time just talk about the beauty of repentance. Repentance is a beautiful thing. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering. We serve a God. There's a God in heaven that is long-suffering, that, that waits, that's willing to wait, is willing to endure. Why? Not willing that any should perish. It is not, I, I think I didn't read that, but in Ezekiel, I believe it's in Ezekiel where it says that he takes no pleasure uh, in the death of the wicked. And so, oh, that that wicked man would turn and become righteous. And oh, that that righteous man continue in his righteousness. Don't stop being righteous. Don't stop pursuing the things of God. Because that same scripture says if that righteous stop being righteous and go to wickedness, then all his righteousness will be forgotten. Right? Oh, oh, the, the goodness and the severity of God. Oh, help me. I'm, I'm an old preaching to somebody this morning. But it says, but that all should come to repentance. God is not willing that any would perish, but all come to this thing called repentance. I love that brother David had mentioned this word in, in a Bible study we had about repentance. It's a, it's a term repent where, where military uses when you're marching in one direction, the shout of repent goes forth and that whole military stops and turns and walks another direction. Oh, that's a powerful thing. When you're walking one way, when you're going down a dead end road, when your life is just, it's full of heartache and shame and guilt and somewhere along the line, God can arrest your attention to stop, amen, you stop walking in the direction of destruction, you stop walking in the direction of death, you stop walking in the, the direction that will kill you, and you stop, and you walk another direction, boy, that's a story, that's a victory, that's something beautiful. In Luke chapter 7 and verse 44, the Bible tells us a story, or Luke chapter 7, the Bible tells us a story about a woman that comes and kneels before Jesus and has this alabaster box, this very precious ointment, and just pours it over his feet and begins to weep and begins to cry and, and, and begins to wipe his wipe his feet with her hair and 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 those that were looking around those that were all also in the building those that were uh, uh, maybe maybe in a better uh, physical state or uh, um, had, had you know better maybe more things going for them quote unquote uh, just looked at her with with such disdain you know people are not going to understand your worship sometimes people are not going to understand devotion. Jesus had to turn, uh, and he turned to Simon, the Bible says, and he said, you see this woman? 
I entered your house. You can give me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears. Wipe them, wipe them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time that I came, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many. Right? She was one wicked woman. But that's our Jesus. That's the Jesus I serve that, that, that is able to recognize that, see that, allow us to see it and recognize it, but also give us an opportunity to turn. Amen. Her sins, which are many, uh, she, where is it? wherefore I say unto her, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, thy sins are forgiven forgiven. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, what a wonderful thing. Lamentations 3.22 says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. So this is your first time and you recognize that your life, your lifestyle, the path you're going is nothing but shame, guilt, pain, and destruction. You have an opportunity to turn and walk another direction and you'll find Jesus waiting. You'll find Jesus with open arms. You'll find a Savior. Oh, that will declare, even though you've got many sins, I'm going to wash them away. Oh, that's a great salvation. That's a wonderful message. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and maybe you've heard this before, but oh, I want this to be something brand new in my heart every day. I'm so thankful how good God has been. There are times when you're living for God and you'll hit a speed bump. Things will go in a different direction. You'll get bent out of shape. Oh, you, you, you'll have lose your mind. You'll wonder what went wrong. You'll hear all kinds of lies from the devil. You'll get a bad attitude. You'll have the wrong perspective. You'll begin to change in God, you begin to charge him foolishly, you begin to say things and not recognize God forbid that I fail to recognize how good he is, how wonderful he is, oh he saved me from my sins, he helped me to turn and walk a different direction Hallelujah. Don't be fearful of repentance. It's beautiful. <laughs> repentance is beautiful. Oh, hallelujah. I love to hear the stories, and I hear it sometimes in people's voices, and they feel so embarrassed. And again, hey, I, I've, I've got many things to be embarrassed about, but I have a Jesus Hallelujah, that has covered my sins. Oh, that has washed them away. Hallelujah. He's put something new in my heart. I went to church one Sunday night. Hallelujah. And he filled me with his spirit. He did something wonderful. And I want to acknowledge that until he comes. I want to acknowledge that until I see him. And I want to keep saying it. Hallelujah. I want to stay excited about it. <laughs> 
hear, hear embarrassment in their voice. And, 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 and I, I, they, they may feel embarrassed. They may feel shame. But, boy, I, there, there's, a, there's something jumping inside in me that they recognize I can't do it without Jesus. I've come to this end. Maybe you've come to that end three or four times already. Maybe you've come to the bottom of the barrel before, but you're here again. Oh, hallelujah. You may be feel embarrassed about it, but the way I see it is, wow, look at the grace of God. Look at God's mercy that's still there waiting for you. It says in the book of Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 2, says, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. It's God's glory to conceal and cover. Is that what that says? Well, they're working on it. That's all right. You have your Bible. Hopefully you can read it for yourself. Write it down. Proverbs 25 and 2. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. In Genesis chapter 3, right, Adam and Eve, they ate of the, the, the fruit of good and evil, right? The devil's a liar. You read it. It's a powerful story. We've talked about it many times. But Jesus said, or the Lord said in, in um, Genesis chapter 2, the day you eat of it, you're going to die. You should surely die. And what does Satan turn around? Turn around. Just flat out lie. Genesis chapter 3. You're not, you shall not surely die. Genesis 3 and 4. Just, it's a lie. But the Bible says, verse 7, And the eyes of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. They covered themselves. And heard the voice of God walking in the garden. Adam and his wife, they hid themselves. They hid themselves from the presence of God. And the Lord called, Where art thou? So long Bible study, they won't go into it. But they were ashamed, and they were afraid, and they felt guilt. And, and Almighty God did not leave them in that position. But in Genesis chapter 3, verse 21, it says, Unto Adam and to his wife did the Lord make coats of skin and clothed them and covered them. God set his own law, in his own law, the, sin, the soul that sins will die. That's the word of God. The soul that sins is destined to die. But in God's own law, because he's sovereign and he could do what he wants, he set up a principle that if, if innocent blood can be a substitute for your blood. So now man doesn't have to die as long as something else died in its place. That's perfect and without spot. So in the garden, blood was shed. And that was a type, that was just a foreshadowing. That was just something, a, 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 a looking into the future of what will be that man now can be covered by the blood of Jesus. Hebrews 9 verse 22 says, Almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood there is no remission. And so baptism... Luke chapter 24, verse 45. Throwing a lot of scriptures. I make no apologies. Verse 45 says, Then he opened their understanding that they may understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, Thus it was written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer. The scriptures were written, and it worked out the way it worked out in the word of God that Jesus would be born so that he could die for our sins that Christ would suffer and rise from the dead, 
that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. So he's not willing that any would perish but all come to repentance and he came to die so that repentance and remission of sins would be preached in the name of Jesus. I've got to go quickly, but here, there, and we've heard this recently, Brother Catlin mentioned it, but there's three things that God cannot do. God cannot lie. Bible says in Numbers 23, 11, God is not man that he should lie. In Titus 1 and 1 says, uh, in hope of eternal, verse 2, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world be- began. So God promised eternal life, and he can't lie about it. It's there. It's there for you to have. Hebrews chapter 6 uh, says, We're in God willing more abundantly to show unto their heirs of promise the immutable, uh, immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things which it was impossible for God to lie. God cannot lie. Let me skip down. Second thing is God can't fail. When the Bible says in Matthew 19, 26, but Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. Doesn't matter what situation you're in. Doesn't matter how bad it looks. I may not have the answer. I probably don't have the answer. But Jesus has every answer. Jesus has every solution. Jesus has every way of escape that you'll face. It is God's pleasure, amen, to conceal and cover you with his blood. Hallelujah. He cannot fail. Uh, And the third thing that we heard, maybe there's more, but this was powerful in Uh, that he cannot see through the blood. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 13, and the blood shall be for you a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Sin is a plague, amen, and it will wreak havoc and destruction in your life. If you play with it, there are people today that are being so cautious about what they do, what they come in contact with, how they behave, how they behave around others. It's amazing the transformation that is taking place in the natural realm because the possibility of death is real. But oh, the possibility, uh, the, 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 the truth and the reality of death in the spiritual, a spiritual death of hell is a reality and how we contact with others, how we approach life, what we allow into our life will affect us. But if we have that in the forefront of our mind, if we understand that God has made a great salvation, we're going to be ready for it. You're going to be prepared for it. And he cannot see through the blood. And so your sins must be put under the blood of Jesus in waters of baptism for the remission of your sins. Hallelujah. Oh, the beauty of this great gospel salvation. It's it's beautiful. And Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, musician can get ready. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You're going to receive power, power from on high. 
not your own power. Willpower is an amazing thing. Willpower is amazing. The will of man is an amazing thing. Uh, what, what people will do to just uh, excel and grow. I'm, 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 I am uh, just enamored. There's this young man, I can't name, escapes me, but he climbed El, El Capitan. This is this mountain in, I think it's Yosemite, 3,000 feet high, free solo, without any rope, straight up. It's, it's amazing. David, David something. And uh, he spent years going through every corner. I'm not sure where this fits in this message, but it just came in my mind. So it's just the effort, the effort that this man put into exploring every crack and crevice of this mountain just to get to the top of the mountain. And he did it without any ropes in four hours. Amazing. It's just amazing. And again, I just that part of the story is that 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 man will give himself to all of these things just to reach something that when it's all said really won't mean anything. Oh, to put your life in the hands of Jesus. Oh, to give yourself. Your money will fail. Amen. Your possessions will be gone. Your, your health at some point in life is, is going to deteriorate. That's just natural. There, there'll be circumstances. There'll be things that you'll kind of grab for yourself that eventually it will mean nothing. People, there's people in this church that have lost family members tragically. And one day they're there, and one day they're gone. And, and it doesn't matter what kind of beef you had. It doesn't matter what, 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 what they had. It doesn't matter the heirloom that they were hanging on to. What, they're gone. That's not what you're thinking about anymore. You're thinking about what's beyond. Oh, to think about what's beyond. And God has left this great salvation. He left his spirit. Jesus said, I'm with you, but I'm going to be in you. You shall receive power. Romans chapter 8, verse 12 says, Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, uh, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. This, 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 the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost that God wants to give you, if you don't have it, God wants to give you his spirit. It's power from on high. It, it, it goes beyond uh, a human will. It goes beyond, uh, 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 um, what's the word I was looking at? Uh, willpower. It goes beyond willpower. Willpower ha may have its place, but it's not, you're not able to, you can't overcome with willpower. But, but it says, if, if you live after the flesh, you're going to die. But if you through, it says, but if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. It's through the Spirit that you're going to be able to put to death all those passions and desires and the unrighteousness that's in your heart, that, that comes out of the heart. Oh, what a wonderful gospel. Jesus said in, Rome, or it says in Romans 8, verse 26, Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. I've got the Holy Ghost to help me with my infirmities. My, my, my things that I have to deal with. Everyone has the different things they have to deal with. We, if, you, know, you show me the perfect one after church. But the best among us, there may be one, there may be best among us, but the best among us still fall short and need Jesus to help them. Be the best version of yourself. I want to go after this thing. I want to serve God with all my heart, but I need his spirit to help me. I need his spirit to help me overcome. 
but the Spirit. For we know not what we what ought to pray as we ought, but the Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he searches the heart. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, searches the heart and knows what's in the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. The Spirit is at work for me this morning. The Spirit is at work, amen. The, the Holy Spirit is at work interceding on your behalf and dealing with your human condition. Musicians are ready. June chapter one, uh, Jude chapter one says, "How that they, uh, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lust. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, not having the spirit." The Bible says, "If you don't have His Spirit, then you don't belong to Him." And that's, that's pretty harsh. But if you leave out the fact that he's will, not willing that any would perish, but all of God's gifts are without repentance, and that he wants to give you every good gift, the Bible says, cometh from above, and that he, if he's willing, if you ask him of his spirit, he'll give it to you liberally. God wants to give you, not, but he doesn't only want to give it to you, but I love how I think Brother Gene said it. I want him to be alive. Oh, it's a, it would be a, a, it, it's a shameful thing just to exist in life. And there, are, there has been seasons in my life living for God where I have, it seems as though, just existed and not abundant, not uh, been victorious, not, not found the joy of the Lord that is my strength. What, what a shame it would be if you just exist in this life. This is a great gospel salvation. He, he, showed, he led me to a place of repentance. He led me to a place of turnaround. He led me to a waters of baptism that when I came out, uh, I felt the weight of the world come off my back. He filled me with his spirit, amen, that transformed the, not only the direction, but the mind, the heart, the soul, the future, amen. He opened up a destiny. Am I preaching to somebody? this morning this is a great gospel don't be afraid of it embrace it seek after it grow in it why don't we stand I know that God's word will not return void and there are seasons of life we, we had, we had, wow, we had a powerful service on Thursday this week. And I just felt like, I told Pastor Deez this morning, I felt like Jesus just dug a little bit deeper. Just dug some things out. Maybe have grown. Just, you know, just had to, just, I need Jesus. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. I need Jesus today. And this thing doesn't, Stay the same, but I believe living for God, it gets better. If, if, I mean, I tell my wife lately all the time, I don't know, I don't know how this is, I, I feel embarrassed, but I definitely love her more now than I did when I said I do. I don't know how that happened, but it happened, and it's happening, and I'm not satisfied where I am right now. 
I, hear, I see a couple faces of the husbands. It's true, man. I'm just, I, I, there's something that's happened when you give yourself to the things of God. Just give yourself to the things of God. Therefore, the Bible says, right, we read in that text, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed. Heed. There are people that are walking around today in fear. And I'm sorry if I'm stressing this point and I'm not making light of it or, or I just don't know how it all works together. But, but I know that there's a church that's alive and well. And I know that the Bible says that these signs shall follow them that believe. The Bible says that they, you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, I don't want bad things to happen. But Jesus, whatever you have to do to, to, to rock and to shake and to put people in a position where they recognize I not only have to be alive, I want to live in this life as long as he lets me, but oh, when this world ends, when my take my last breath, I want to know, I want to have a security, I want to have a confidence that I'm ready for the life to come. You, cannot, you can have a confidence. That God forbid your life would end. And it will at some point. We all have an appointment. But the future, eternity, is, is prepared. Is prepared. I had to sit down with a life insurance the other day, just go through the policy and so forth. I don't know. I'm, we're, you prepare for things on this life. Policies that you have. God forbid I pass. You know, my wife and family, there's something there. Boy, we must take the most more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time. This is the book of Hebrews, and it's talking to the church. So I'm, I know I'm talking to the church, but maybe I'm talking to somebody else that, that God just ready to give birth to you in the church and fill you with his spirit and just bring transformation, life transforming power through this great gospel salvation. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, every transgression and disobedience will receive what it is required to receive. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Right? So you're going to have to answer for your deeds if you neglect the salvation. But this salvation <laughs> brings the answer for your deeds. When you repent, when you're baptized in Jesus' name, and God miraculously fills you with the Holy Ghost, and then you continue to walk in it, my deeds, my sins, my failures, my actions are covered and washed. How far is the east from the west? Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Oh, as they sing, these altars are open. There is a great salvation. Let's, let's take heed to it. Let's open our heart to it. If this is the first time you've heard that message, then surrender to it. Let's, let's get you a Bible study. Let's, let's pray for you for repentance. Let's, let's get those waters filled in baptism. Oh.